Well, th- well, think about this, right? Like, like I'm I'm one of those firm believers, man, that mistakes happen, mm-hmm. right? And and most and a lot of people out there never get to that point where they can reflect mm-hmm. and go, okay, I got to be better. And the fact that you were able to do that is huge, right? Mm-hmm. And and I think that's so important in life is it, just you know to do a a self inventory. Mm-hmm. How am I doing? As a parent, mm. as a spouse, as an employee, business owner, whatever it may be, how am I doing? And and a lot of people can sit there and make excuses mm-hmm. and reasonings. Remember earlier I was talking about earlier, like, you know, well, that's not going to work, or I can't change that, or I'm stuck in my ways. Yeah. Or, well, this is how my dad was, and I'm the same way, and that's just the way it is. No, you say, how can I change the narrative? Man, you know, Mike Guido okay. is in the house. Sir, how are you doing, man? I'm great, man. It's 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 a it's a good day. It's a good day to be alive, man. Life is good and you know, just just living off the positive vibe and good and and good feelings. Man, you are always positive. I mean, your motivational Mondays. <laughs> yeah. Every time, you know, I see you somewhere, man, or just even when like again, when our kids were taking your classes, man, it's just all day positive. Do you get tired of being positive? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, it's so funny, man. People always ask me that. People are, How do you get so positive? And I, and I always try to find a, the, like, the right answer. Like where, like, where does it come from? And I just, I guess I could be negative and come I could on. think on the negative side, but that's never going to produce any type of result I want to have in my life. Mm. So I'm just like, I, I just, I, I, and I'm not saying I have a perfect life, Yeah. but if things hit me, and they're negative, and I learn how to block out things that are unneeded, mm. and then if and then address things properly. So I'm addressing things that maybe don't go my way, mm. and I attack those things with a positive mindset. Mm-hmm. So I ask my, I, I always form it in a form of a question, right? So let's say I'm coming up with a challenge, and and instead of saying, "Oh, that won't work," I can't do that. I, I reverse it, and I say, "Okay, how can I make that mm, work?" I like that. And and so that I just ask myself that question. I was doing it yesterday with some things we want to do in our karate school and and i'm like oh man that's good i can't make that work i started going down that negative thought for a split second i go whoa, whoa, whoa. Mm. back up i go okay how can we make that work mm. and now the positive vibes started throwing so and uh yeah that's just me on, on a daily man that's awesome man because again i mean this is mike guido owner operator ceo master at guido's martial arts here in clovis california sir Man, I mean, again, when my kids, all three of mine were in that, it's just you put out a vibe, you know, you put, you know, it's not like you're just putting out to put it out. But again, it's more as an owner, as as a, you know, sensei, right? That's your title or what is your official? I got, I got a little higher title now. What is it? It's uh, Shihan. Shihan. Okay, yeah. Shihan. As Shihan, you got to lead by example. Right. You know, right. and 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 do and doing so, it's not so much I got to do it because of the title, but it's just what you're living out. Like you said. You got to learn to face certain obstacles, you know, accept them for what they are. But you know what? I'm not going to let it defeat me. I'm not going to go negative, yeah, you know. Man. But and so in doing that, man, let's get behind the story of Guido's martial arts, man. How? When did it start? When did you know you're getting into that, um, that whole business, that whole, you know, just, I mean, it's big. I mean, we were with you, you know, when you were in that smaller building right next to it, but now right. you even kept that room and you've expanded. So let's kind of get in the origins of you, Guido's Martial Arts. Yeah. So, so 
I started martial arts back in 86. So I've been doing it since then. And back then things were different, right? I was, you know, I started off uh, in a small little garage karate school mm. and then moved to a bigger school. And back then there was only like two main big, big karate schools. There was a spot called Way of Japan. And then there was Moore's Karate and Moore's Karate is still around. And, um, but I, I went on the Way of Japan side, hardcore, old school, Shotokan karate. So if you ever watch a movie and you see those guys with the white geese on and they're out there throwing strong punches, strong, strong kicks, that's what we did. And mm. we did that for a lot of years. And so um, I did that, got my black belt in Shotokan. Um, it took me a long time. It took me about 13 years. Wow. And so, um, and so I've been a black belt now for 20, almost 23 years. So it's been a long time, and so I mean, you look good for ninety. Yeah, right, right. You know, you look really good. Cause... If I don't eat right, man, I feel it. Yeah. <laughs> no, if I don't eat kidding. right, I feel it. No, no, but you look good, man. Thanks, I'm... man. Yeah, I did. You know, it's, I, I always tell people, man, karate makes you young. Mm -hmm. Dude, you look. How old are you? Forty three. Oh, you're good, man. Yeah, I'm good. I got plenty yeah. of time. So yeah, so you know, so I saw, yeah, I was training, you know, my entire. You know, most kids kind of diversify, and I tried. You know, I tried wrestling a little bit and did a little bit of baseball. I think like in fifth grade, but I just kind of stuck with karate because I was just short little fat kid, man. Mm -hmm. Didn't really have much else to do, and uh, so I just stuck with it, and stuck with it. And then, you know, as an as a young adult in my twenties, I realized that you know there was something missing. There was some cross training that I needed to start doing. So mm -hmm. I started cross training. Started learning from from. Uh, different masters in different styles right so now if you're familiar with martial arts you know uh i started learning kempo karate mm. started learning more taekwondo you know and really and, and i started learning more muay thai and kind of what happened was i'd go and i'd train with some people i go get my butt kicked yeah and i'm like oh man i gotta learn that you know what i mean like i'm i, I got gaps yeah you know and so i'd learn and i'd train and then I'd start filling the gaps in my own game, filling the gaps in my game, filling the gaps in my game. And really for a lot of years, I'd say probably the first 20 years of my martial arts career was really dialing in my fundamentals. Mm. And, and when you're looking at martial arts, man, you can, you know, you could do fancy stuff. If you're looking at karate, you're doing jump kicks and spin kicks and all the fancy stuff. If you're looking at jujitsu, you know, you've got, you know, moves that are, you know, fancy jumping arm bars and jump triangles and, things like that fancy heel hooks and and but i just worked on my fundamentals for a lot of years mm. and so uh i'd say about 12 13 years ago me and my original instructor we opened up a school together and uh it was kind of one of those things where you know he was kind of like a father figure to me he was older he's like look man we're going to build the school up and one day you're going to take over and i was like cool all right so we started doing that, man. We started out with like three students, built that thing up to at, at most, I think we we're like at like a 125, 140, Dang. you know, student count. And then, um, then it got to a point where like, we weren't in that great of, of a part of town. I wanted to cut and we, you know, we had a lot of vandalism happening to the building and just things weren't just flowing right. And nobody wants to bring their kids to a place that's, you know, got a lot of, you know, it's always getting vandalized. Yeah. You know? So I was like, let's move, let's move to Clovis. You know, let's do this, let's do that. And he was like, and he kept, you know, wanting to go a different route. You know, and so we kind of just had a disagreement in vision. And so I told him, I said, I think it's time for me to start making those calls so I can take us to the next level. And then at that moment in time, man, he just flipped on me. Really? Yeah. He was like, you don't know how to run a business. He goes, you're going to fail within three months, mm. six months. He goes, you'll be done. You'll be out of business. You, you don't, you don't know what you're doing. Mm. And just flipped the script on me. So I was like, 
man, so I tried to work things out with him. You know, we, we had a lot of conversations and, you know, and he was just kind of stuck in his ways, you know what I mean? He's, you know, and so I was like, all right, so it's time. My wife backed me up. And so mm-hmm. back in, so in 2016, we opened up Guido's, Guido's cool. Martial Arts Academy. And, and, and the foundation behind what we do is a life skills based martial arts program. Mm-hmm. And so, and, and here, and here's why. So like, I'm a kid and I was an analyzer. So I'm just looking at, at the higher ranks. I'm looking at the black belts mm-hmm. and I'm noticing like, they were like amazing black belts. Their physical prowess was just insane. But like I'm looking and after class, they're going outside and they're smoking cigarettes. I'm like, that doesn't seem right. Mm-hmm. You know, as I got older in my twenties, I go to bars and they're at the bars getting just smashed drunk, beating up people. And I'm like, this just doesn't seem the way martial arts should be. Mm-hmm. And so and I started analyzing. And then, you know, as we're as I'm as I'm going through life and I'm starting to analyze martial arts and starting to analyze myself, I realize that martial arts is more than just the kicks, the punches, the chokes, you know, the throws, whatever it may be, the self-defenses, the the pad work. There's a a we call it the do, which in Japanese means the way. There's a way that 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 you should have about yourself as a martial artist. You know, taking care of your body, being having a level of respect and integrity and determination and indomitable spirit about yourself that's on a level higher mm-hmm. than any than the normal average person. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to see I wanted to create something where we could teach that. And that was like the foundation behind Guido's. And so, and that was kind of like that difference of vision from my previous instructor. So, so yes, yeah, so we opened up Guido's, man. Um, about <clears throat> 60 of those students that was training at the other school decided to come over with me. And we're in 2023 now. So what is that? That's almost seven years later. Yeah. Got 400 plus active members. Man, that's insane. Right. Good for you. Yeah. I mean, you talking about. I mean, obviously, I don't, I, don't, I don't believe this is you. Like, oh, you proved them wrong. It's more of just you knew what you wanted and you went and got it. Because I love that mentality. I'll tell you kind of a side um, bar from mine. Because what you're saying is like, yeah, you have the successful business or you're working on it. But you said you're living two different lifestyles. You have to pick. You know, you can't just say, you know, I'm doing this. But outside of it, I'm a different guy. You know, it's like. When people say don't meet your heroes, it's like, well, I'm so used to you seeing you this way, but to see you on the outs, it's like it's different because right. you're not the same. And so, and I think what the show here has put has checked me because I was that guy, you know, putting out a great message, but I was a dirtbag outside of it, you know. And I love that mentality, man. Because again, this is one of the main reasons why I wanted to bring you on to tell that is because a lot of people want to know. You know, they, again, like I said before, we we're talking the story behind the glory. That's my catchphrase on this pod. Like like you know, it. and to hear you, I mean, it, it resonates, man. And and I I can say from what you know, and my family, my kids, we can say from experience, man, we get that from you. You know, we've always had great positive, you know, encounters with you. Every time the kids went and trained for a year, you know, we, you know, so to hear that again, man, it only solidifies. I believe, you know, that dude, you're you're a great guy. When no one's looking, when everyone sees you, when you're by yourself and when it's, I can just tell, you know, and so, you know, I wanted to say that because that to me is more important than the successful business because you can have a successful business, but be a, be a dirtbag. Right. You know, that's so true. Yeah. And and that's, you know, that was kind of the thing, man. Like I, I, 
I don't, I, I tell the students, like I might have a, you know, and, and, and you know, your kids train. It was a great time when they train and they stopped training. But I tell them, man, Hey, I'm going to see you out and about in the community. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be the same guy, mm-hmm. same positive attitude. You see me at, at, at a Starbucks, you see me at the grocery store. There's no, uh, there's no fakeness, right? There's mm-hmm. no hiding who I am. Like you want to know who I am, man. I, it's right here mm-hmm. and I don't have a problem. And, and it's easy when you don't have that alter ego, mm. when you don't have that other person that you're trying to battle with. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, like, for example, let's say we have kids, you know, we've got some kids that, you know, that train with us. And that is what we're kind of teaching them. We, in the dojo, which if a lot of people don't know what a dojo is, but it's a Japanese term that means the place where the way is taught. Mm. So dojo, do earlier I was telling you is the way. Dojo is just the place where the way is taught. So, at the dojo, man, respectful, kind, doing all the right things. But then when you start hanging out with people that aren't martial artists, which most people kind of hang out with people that aren't, then you're battling mm. the, you know, you go to school and you're hanging out with friends and they're, and, you know, I'm not saying that they're bad, they're not bad kids, but they're not doing all the right things all the time, right? Mm-hmm. They're kids and they're learning. So, through that learning process and through that growth, what we encourage with our with our with our juniors and our teens is to take that outside the dojo person and that inside the dojo person and make them one person, mm. right? So that way you're the same out, you're the same in. There's no difference, and that takes time to develop because from the age of I don't know six, seven, eight, nine, ten years old, going through maybe to you're about twenty eight, that's a big growth process, and yeah. so that's why I like to you know. I, I I can take martial arts as a savior because it helped me through that time, mm. right? Those poor decisions that I made as a kid. When I say a kid, I'm talking early twenties, right? You yeah, know what I mean? you're still you're, you're kid, yeah, right. You think you're grown, but but you're not, you know. Yeah. You, and you could say that when we're older now, you can see, you can go back and go, oh man, at, you know, at 15 I thought I, I knew everything, and at 22 I go, oh man, that guy was dumb at 15, yeah. and then at 40 you're like, oh my god, I was really dumb yeah. at 25, but. Yeah, but, you, like you know, same here, man. I look back, it's like I think the first time I really started notice where I was actually matured, I was like thirty six. Yeah, right, right. Yes. Thirty seven. Yes. Any time before that, I was like, bro, bro, you lied to yourself. You lied. Yeah. yeah. You you were confused. Yeah. You were confused. One hundred percent. Yeah. You know, and I think you know you saying that, man, because again, uh, you know, essentially this is pretty much your Guido's martial arts. You're my Guido. You know. You know you. We're, now let's get into like your because with that concept, you know, how have you helped students? You know, you have you have other instructors and students that became actual instructors now too that are that grew up in it. So how have you seen that transpire, and how important you know is you know like a parent thinking about putting their kids in that you know to get them in that way to like unite right. like the outside living and this living. It's like you know let's be real, let's be honest in this in the discipline part of it. Well, I'll tell you so. You know, my name's on the wall, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm guess I guess, you know, I'm the face and the name. Um, but I'm just a cog in the wheel mm-hmm. in, in in all actuality. Like I could do only a certain amount by myself, mm-hmm. but the growth that we've had is just because we have a great team, right? My team at the dojo really are the ones that like they need a lot of the credit. Shout them out. Who are they? So we've got right now on our team, we got uh we got my my man Jim Deadman. Now Jim's been a friend of mine and we've been training together and and, and then he became a student, you know, a student of mine. I promoted him to his uh, fourth degree black belt, but we've known each other, man, for God, like thirty years. Mm. 
you know, a long time, right? Back in the day, because right now he's got the gray hair, and I have no hair. But back in the day, he had long hair looking like Steven Seagal, and I, had, and I had hair back then. So <laughs> we've known each other a long time. So I got Jim Dedman on the team. Um, he'd been me a long time. I've got a gentleman by the name of Chris Ratliff. He was an adult who, kind of like you, got kids. Daughter came in and started training, and he came into the dojo one day in his polo shirt, and he was like, oh, I used to train. I said, great, take your shoes off. And he's like, right now? I go, take your shoes off, let's go. He came out there in his polo shirt and his jeans, started. He's one of my black belts. He's teaching wow. for us now, yeah. So I got him in there. Um, I've got a young lady by the name of Donnelly. She's, uh, she's like 17, senior at Clovis High. Just phenomenal young lady, like personality. You know, it's like, if you got a daughter, you want her to be like this girl because she's mm. just got, she's got the it factor. You know what I mean? She's mm -hmm. nice, she's sweet, she's funny, she's goofy, she's serious when she needs to be. So I had Donnelly in there. I got a young, uh, I guess she's a young lady, younger than me, but she's like 30 or something. But her name's Danae. She's, uh, she just joined our team, um, brand new, and so she's killing it. And then my man, Alan, Alan, Alan Renabato, he's my mm -hmm. assistant manager. Okay. He's my full-time guy. So he's been me since he was like 10. Wow. He's uh, 18 now. And he is our full-time, he's a full-time instructor. This is what he does for a living. Nice. So full-time, 40 hours a week. He's the assistant manager. So when I'm not there, he's there holding it down. And that's just the instructors. Then in our office staff, we've got uh, we got Marissa and Bianca. Those are like our two, like our office manager and our assistant office manager. And they do like program directing. And they handle a lot of the marketing stuff that we do. And then my wife... She's our general manager, mm -hmm. and she's great. My wife's great. I can go, I can go on about her forever. Uh, uh, that might be another, that might be another podcast. Yeah, but but, uh, but no, but and so so we've got a really good team, man. From you know my wife running the show outside the mat, like she runs the tile, I run the inside, and then everybody else, man. We all kind of flow together, and it's a really good vibe. Like right mm -hmm. now, we got a really good crew working, and then we've got our assist our teacher and training students. So so. So I'll give you the breakdown. So let's say, let's say, that, you know, Susie wants to bring her son, Johnny, we'll call him Johnny, Johnny in the karate, start training. So he starts training, starts feeling it, starts to enjoy this karate thing. And then we have upgraded programs you can get into. So we have something called the Black Belt Club. The Black Belt Club is where you come to extra classes during the week. You learn weapons. You have certain camps that are specific to this grouping of people who've kind of made a commitment to stick with karate and get the black belt. Mm -hmm. Well, once you're in that grouping, well, then it opens up doors for our teacher and training program. So let's say you want to be in a leadership program and learn how to lead, learn how to assist in classes. That's where we find the next generation of instructors. Mm. And so my main job now is guiding our staff, guiding our team, and then in turn guiding those up-and-coming instructors that are going to be coming up through the ranks over the next 5, 10, 15, 20 years. Wow. Yeah. I mean, again, you're stacked, you know, I, I like, I like, um, again, I feel like from where, when we were there and we we're taking the kids, man, again, man, I think your team is a reflection of your leadership and your quality. And that's, and that's important, you know, super important because how you lead is how they follow man and how, and how you, you know, how, how much you challenge yourself is how much they'll challenge themselves, you know? And right. so how important, you know, you know, for Guido's and, you know, for the community, man, 
you know, it's not so much how important, but what has been the impact that you've heard from family members, friends, or people that have come and, you know, really experienced Guido's martial arts? You know, I think that, <clears throat> so I'm, I'm a firm believer that every single person on this planet needs to train in martial arts mm. at some point, point in time in their life, right? How long they train, that's a personal preference. But at least go into your life and go, hey, you know what? I trained in martial arts for a while. Because during that time when you're training, magical things happen. And I'm going to kind of break that down. And, then, and, and, we, and, and, and listen, I'm not going to sit here and say we're the only martial arts school that does this. And I don't, because I don't really know what happens at other schools. We kind of, we kind of pay attention to what we're doing. Yeah. But I'm sure that we're not the only shop in town. We're not the only place. But so, but in what we do, is when a student comes in, we touch on four major areas of growth. Physical, intellectual, emotional, and social. We call it PIES. Mm -hmm. Physical, intellectual, emotional, and social. And so those different stages of development is everything that we work on. So for example, if you're, I don't care what age you are, if you're a young kid, maybe you're an adult, and you wanna get your body moving more flexible stronger left brain right brain mm -hmm. you know what i mean right side left side agility martial arts handles all of that and so from the physical side you're going to learn that from the intellectual side you're learning how to take direction so like say a parent comes in brings their kid in we're we're we're, we're teaching them how to follow three step four step five step directions and those are, and it sounds easy, but it's a challenge, mm -hmm. right? You know, I give, I give a combo and, you know, uh, let's say it's a sparring combination and the kid's got to memorize those moves and then apply force to it and then apply accuracy and then apply speed and then apply timing. Mm. Those things do something special to the brain, helps develop it. And so now when that, ch when that child's going to school, well, guess what? They start to pick things up a little bit easier, mm -hmm. start to pick things up a little bit quicker right? Emotional. Bottom line is, man, we don't give nothing away in our school. So when you get a new belt, it's an earned yeah. thing, right? It's not like, hey, man, you, you, you know, I like you or you've put in enough time. There's a, there's a, there's, we have a system of what's expected at each belt level up to black belt and, and beyond, of course, but, but they're learning how to deal with those emotions. Like they're learning how to deal with things that don't go their way. Mm. And so that emotional concept is like, okay, I'm gonna learn how to control my emotions. I'm gonna learn how to deal with that, those failures and turn them into a learning experience, right? Because mm -hmm. fail, you know, we all know it, first attempt in learning. Yeah. And so they're learning that. And then of course the social aspect, being around people that are, that are not rude and disrespectful. You're around people that are on the same mission. So you're hitting all these different aspects. And so over the years, you know, We've had parents that have stuck their, you know, kept their kids in the program. And listen, I'm a firm believer. It's, it's, it's bottom line is kids don't quit. Parents do, mm -hmm. right? Parents are the ones, well, you know, I'm going to just let him quit and go do something else. I don't want to force my kid to do anything they don't want to do, mm. right? I, I always ask them, say, no, but, you know, if they said they wanted to quit school, you'd let them? Well, of course not. Mm -hmm. but, but martial arts is, is, is helping develop all these different skills. Mm -hmm. So... We've had parents come and they're like, look, we're trusting in the process. And at the end of the day, 
five, four, five, six years later, these kids get their black belt and they're like, parents are like, they're, they're changed forever. Mm. They're different. Mm -hmm. They have a, they have these intangibles that you might learn them through the process by the time maybe you're 40, 45. Yeah. But now we're, we're arming these young people with these intangibles that when they're 18 and they go out to maybe college or they go out to get a job, they have an unfair advantage over the average kid or the yeah. average adult. They're going to walk into a job interview, look that, that person in the eye. Cause most kids, what are they used to now? Taking out their yeah. phone and texting. Yeah. No, we work on eye contact. Mm -hmm. We work on, on communication. And so they're going to look that, that, that boss in the eye and that boss is going to go, you know what? Something about this person. Mm-hmm. And there's, they're going to have an aura about them that isn't explained until they start to get to know them a little bit better. And that kid's going to go, yeah, black belt martial arts. Oh, oh, no wonder. Yeah, that makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. And I've had that personally, you know, happen to me before too. <clears throat> like I ran into a guy one day and it was, and it was a unique situation. He's like, what do you do, man? I was like, why? <laughs> I was like, why? He goes, just something about you. I teach martial arts for a living. He goes, that makes sense. Yeah. And he just walked off and I was like, Okay, but the, but I, and it, it kind of struck me a little different. But now I see that with our students, mm -hmm. and I go, and, and and it makes sense. So what's like the impact? I'm mean, not so much impact, but what's kind of the? Because again, we live in a society, man, where it's like everyone does feel entitled to like, well, I'm alive, so I deserve it. It's like no, you have to work for it. You know, there's got to be a form of struggle, effort, you know, sweat, you know, blood, tears, all that, and it's like, you know. What's what's the reaction when you get like students, young adults, adults come in and, and you're not feeding that entitlement? You're like, nah, man, get up or get out. You know, what's kind of like that experience you've seen, you know, being, you know, doing this type of martial arts is it's hard. It's it's, hard. it's, diff it's supposed to be, too, you know. So, you know, in seeing this like today's culture, you know, in being that, you know, what have you experienced? You know, it's like, is this a surprise to these guys? You know, have you seen growth? Well, you know, okay. So there's, I, I can break it up into two different groups, right? And let's take maybe our adult student mm -hmm. and, and, and analyze them for a second, right? Adult student comes in. I think the hardest part for an adult student to kind of grasp is that this isn't an overnight thing. It's not fast food. Mm -hmm. It's not Google. It's not, you know what I mean? You're not going to get to a search engine and, and you're not going to learn these techniques in a few months and think that you're going to be at a black belt level. Mm -hmm. And I think for adults, that's the biggest problem, right? Adults come in for the most part and the ones that stop training usually get to about a year and then they want to, you know, they kind of think that grass is greener on the other side and, you know, they start justifying the reason for not training. Mm. Right. And it's a justification. They're like, you know, you know, yeah, you know, my kids got this busy. You know, my kids are busy and my wife's busy and I'm not spending. You know, they start to just unload all these reasonings. Mm -hmm. And in my brain, I'm going, I, I, again, I'm not rude. I understand people. You come to me and say you're going to quit and you give me all your, all your reasoning. I'm like, hey, man, I understand. When I say I understand, it means I understand how you feel. It doesn't mean I agree with you. Mm hmm. Right, because we all got stuff going on, and anything that's important, people will stick with it. Mm. And so, you know, as far as entitlement goes, I think it's I think for adults it's a little bit different. 
I don't think that adults feel entitled, but I think the adults have a hard time committing mm. long-term, right? Mm -hmm. And the way I tell adults, I go, hey, man, like in high school, you probably did some stuff. In junior high, you did some stuff. But as an adult, what have you done besides go to work, be a husband, be a wife, be a father, be a mother? What have you done outside of the things mm. that every other adult does? Like, like if I go across the street here, I'll find a guy or a girl, and they're married or they got a girlfriend, and they got kids, and they're a mother, they're a father, and they go to work every day. Congratulations, you are an American. Mm -hmm. You pay your taxes. That doesn't make you special. Yeah. You're not doing anything outside what 98% of the, of, the, of the world's doing, 99% of what everybody's doing in America. So mm -hmm. what else are you doing? Mm. Well, how are you pushing yourself to when you're 95 and you're laying there on your deathbed and you're wondering what you did, all you're going to do is sit back and think about how you couldn't get wait to get home and have those two Coronas. Mm. And you couldn't wait for Friday so you could have a six pack. And then you couldn't wait. And then you dreaded Mondays because you had to do it all over again. Mm. And then one day you retire and then you spend the next 10, 15, 20 years going to your doctor's appointments, being in bad health. And then you wither away and, you, and you're on your deathbed and you go, what did I do in my life? Mm. So what are you doing? So as an adult, what can you do? Well, martial arts is one of those things that you can do until you're dead. You know, you take it from a, from a, from a, you can go hard or as light as you want to go mm -hmm. and you could just keep it going. So I think that's it for adults. That's really good. Now for kids, as far as entitlement goes, it's not really the kids, man. Mm. It's parents. I agree. It is. It's all, yeah. it all comes down to the parent, you know, and I will tell you in our school, we have got phenomenal parents. Mm. We, I mean, I'm telling you, it's, it, it's, We've got parents that, uh, that, that, man, they're good, you know, and, and, and I try to tell them as much as I can. And, 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 you know, and I'm a positive guy. I say, hey, you're doing a good job as a parent. Cause how often do you hear that? Yeah. How often do you hear that you're, you know, you're doing a good job as a parent? Cause as a parent, you, sometimes you don't know, mm -hmm. you know, you're in uncharted waters unless you've raised kids and you decide to do it again. Mm. <laughs> you don't know. Like, this is mm -hmm. uncharted territory for you. Mm. And so I tell parents, like, you know, the ones that are, that are actively keeping their kids involved in a positive activity. The parents that are, you know, having those important, difficult conversations and the parents that are not giving their kids stuff, right? Teach them how to earn mm. and how to work for things. Those parents, I tell you, we have a lot of those at our karate school. So I don't, and, and the ones that, that don't, you know, I'm gonna be honest, man, I have a conversation with them. Because at the end of the day, if I have a parent that comes in and they're kind of feeling that entitled thing and their kids kind of feel that, we'll have a conversation. And it'll be a difficult conversation, but I'm okay having those. Yeah. It doesn't bother me. I'll, I'm okay sitting a parent down and saying, look, man, I really, out of all my years of experience, I've been doing this all my life, I really feel like you're making a mistake. Mm. And I'll explain to them why. And at the end of the day, we can agree to disagree or, or sometimes parents go, you know what? I didn't think of it that way. And, you know... um, but at the end of the day, I, I want to make sure that I can give the students and the parents as much experience and as much wisdom that I've gained over the years and give that to them. Mm. And so, you know, we're, we're fortunate, man. We're lucky. Our school is just loaded with parents that are on the, the board to keep their kids involved in a positive activity and have positive life mentors in their life, mm -hmm. which at the end of the day, 
we're not just teachers in karate. We're, we're, we're life coaches. Yeah. And so that works really well in the parents. I mean, they, 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 they love it. They support it. They're behind us. And, uh, and, and I just can't talk, you know, but good things about them. Yeah. I mean, you saying that it just, there's a lot to dissect there, you know, cause again, when you, when you talked about, you know, you have to, it's, it's a lifestyle, man. It becomes, cause again, these, a lot of, you know, like you said, you look at the parents, it's, you know, it's yeah. not so much. I blame them. No, it stems from the parents. They pull out. Cause when we had our kids in there, we told them commit to a year, right? <clears throat> Commitment. Don't quit. Don't, don't miss out on cl- the, the classes. Not man. We made sure we went, you know, but again, I wanted to give them a decision to um, choose to go through it or not, you know? And so what, what, where I see that as man, when you, when you have parents that are undisciplined, that live unhealthy, like you gave a whole scenario of like, you know, you work, you go, you know, you get the six pack Friday and it's like you develop 15, 20, 30 years of this unhealthy lifestyle, you know, to undo it. It's going to take some time still. Right. It's not like you could just flip a switch. And some people may have may, or can do that, you know, but again, it's a lot of undoing. So you got to be careful when, you know, my kids are at that age where they're, they're, they soak it. They soak it all in. You know, yeah. we have those conversations. Like my kids are very aware. Me and Laura communicate with them as adults, young adults. You know, so like, look, man, use your brain, common sense, respect. You know, and then a lot of stems from their experience when they were in your in your you know in your school, man. And you know, again, when I hear that, you know, it all again is just it just screams discipline, self discipline to you because as a father, there's things that my dad showed me you know, inadvertently or that he didn't know he was teaching me. Yeah. And, you know, and I took that as well. I guess that's the way I'm supposed to be, or that that's the way I am, you know? So now that I have my son, we have our daughters, I'm very careful. You know, we'll put on what we put on them and how I am, how I act. Cause again, it's more than just a business, you know, or a life or a production or a podcast, man. It's, they see it, you know, they, they glean, you know, and when we as parents, we don't know, you know, until we get older, bro, we're like, well, now, now you understand the term. Man, you're acting just like your dad. You're acting just like your mom. Right. And you're like, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, man. But again, it's that's what I've learned, especially as a father, man. Because I have un- I had to undo, especially when I got sick, man. Especially when I was down and out. A yeah. lot of reflection on how right. bad of a father I was, you know. And it's not so much bad as shit. I don't know. I don't know what to call it, man. I just wasn't leading by example. Well, well, think about this, right? Like, like, I'm I'm one of those firm believers, man, that mistakes happen, mm-hmm. right? And and most and a lot of people out there never get to that point where they can reflect mm-hmm. and go, okay, I got to be better. And the fact that you were able to do that is huge, right? Mm-hmm. And and I think that's so important in life is it, just you know to do a a self inventory. Mm-hmm. How am I doing? As a parent, mm. as a spouse, as an employee, business owner, whatever it may be, how am I doing? And and a lot of people can sit there and make excuses mm-hmm. and reasonings. Remember earlier I was talking about earlier, like, you know, well, that's not going to work, or I can't change that, or I'm stuck in my ways. Yeah. Or, well, this is how my dad was, and I'm the same way, and that's just the way it is. No, you say, how can I change the narrative? Mm. Right? How can I change? And I think that's cool that you did that. You know, the fact that you, you know, were able to to reflect, you know, because you're kind of on your deathbed. Yeah. You know, and, and and you're blinking and you're going, wait a second, man. You know, I could be, I could be gone. I did die, man. 
Yeah. They yeah. brought me back. But how long were you out? It was quick. I don't remember how long after, but they just like, they, when I woke up, they were like smacking me. We need you to respond. When they got, when they got it, they put, um, I forget the, just the hydro flow. They were pumping me full of like oxygen, man. And I couldn't. Yeah, I thought I passed out, but I don't remember anything. I, I don't know how long, man, but then once they got me back, they put me in under oxygen, 99%. Ooh. I couldn't breathe them on, you know? So again, after that, there was a lot of just thoughts. Thoughts. A lot yeah. of things are like, again, one one example I, I feel like is I was going to be burned in my head. I was working. I was on my grind. I was hustling, you know, you know getting clients. And my son comes in trying to show me something he made. And it's like the outer body experience. I look, dad, I'm all, that's cool, man. And I look, and he's just, I was like, dude, not right now. I'm busy. Mm. And subconsciously, I can see myself. It's like the, um, uh, it's a wonderful life. It's like, dude, yeah. he's right, he's right and, there. And he walks away just sad. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm like, oh, I would give that. I want that back. But that obviously moment. that moment, but so again, it made me very aware, you know? And so, and again, with, um, you know, really kind of get back, you know, to Guido's martial arts. Cause I feel like that's what you're teaching, man. Cause these adults, you know, you get these, you know, the, I know. Cause when I was sitting there, we would go, my wife would go and we're listening to you and we're watching. We're like, man, I wish I would taught that. You yeah, know? As a kid. Yeah. Well, you know, like, so, so every class we'd set, we had something called the mat chat. Mm -hmm. Every class. I don't care if it's teens class, adults class, you know, there, there's some type of, we call it a mat chat, but there's a, there's a, there's, and we have a full curriculum mm -hmm. that we teach of life skills. So for example, like this week we're learning about conflict avoidance. And, and so we're teaching kids like, Hey, do you know what conflict is? And 90% of them like, I don't know what that big word is. So we teach yeah. them what, what conflict is. Mm -hmm. Do you want conflict? Well, they look at you like, like, well, no. Well, do you know that that's probably going to come your way? Do, and when that does, do you know how to deal with it? Mm -hmm. And of course, they're looking at me like a deer in the headlights. Like, I have no idea how to deal with it. Well, cool. I got a way to teach you. So our instructors, you know, every class we're working on it. So the next next month or so, we're teaching them how to avoid conflict. Mm. So they go to school and they get a situation, you know, let's say your son, you know, goes to school, he's on a playground, gets slapped upside his head by some guy or a guy takes his hat and flips it off his head. What do you do? Just because you can punch the guy in the mouth doesn't mean you should. Yeah. You know, you, you know, you and I go out, you know, to, to down to the street and go have lunch and some guy gets up in our face. Well, I can definitely handle the situation. Yeah. I pity the first person that really pushes Mike Guido's button. But you know what I mean? Like that's, 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 that's it's not a problem. Yeah. But like at the end of the day, the strongest person in the room is the one who has the most self-control. That's real. That's, that's, it's not the guy who can throw the best punch or do mm -hmm. the best takedown. It's the person who has the most self-control. How do you figure out a way to not fight? Because in the, the day, was your life in danger? No. When mm -hmm. your life's in danger, all bets are off, mm -hmm. right? You draw a line in the sand and you're a, and I, like for me, I'm a hundred percent against fighting. Mm. But when I ever step across that line, I am 100% for it. And it's because my, my life or my family's life is in danger. And once that, once I, I cross that line, the line's been crossed. We're, we're, we're it's, 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 yeah. it's self-defense time, mm -hmm. right? Because my life's in danger. But somebody flips your hat off your head, someone says something mean to you, even if a guy gets in your face, man, he's pointing his finger at you and he's, you know, dropping curse words at you and he's saying something about your wife. Even if somebody says something about your wife, you can say anything you want about my wife. 
it's her life's not in danger. Yeah. You know what I mean? And even though it might hurt and it might upset me and it might anger me, in the end of the day, that physical combat, man, is as as good as it might feel, yeah, isn't gonna be the right answer. And so, you know, we're teaching that. And 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 at the end of the day, it makes sense, right? And mm. so we're teaching these young people how to handle that conflict. Mm. We're reminding. So we teach the youngsters, we remind the adults, right? Yeah, so what's you cause I know self-control, domino spirit, what what are you? Oh, what, our black belt principles? Yeah. So we got so we got respect, mm-hmm. right? And the way we break that down is just, you know, treat others the way you want to be treated. Right. And and giving that, you know, showing that to people through your actions. We've got courtesy. Just be freaking nice. Mm-hmm. Like you don't need to be a, uh, you don't need to be rude to people. There's really no need for that. You don't need to be sarcastic. Yeah. You don't need to be you just don't need to be that guy or mm-hmm. that girl. Mm-hmm. There there's no there's no positive, you know, repercussions from that. We teach um discipline. And a lot of people you know, miss you know, they they mix up discipline with consequences. Mm-hmm. Consequences are are it's kind of like punishment. Right. That whooping. Right, you're not whooping. Discipline is is a, is a teaching concept. Basically, the way I break it down, especially specifically self-discipline, <clears throat> is doing what you need to do, even if you don't want to. Mm. Doing what you need to do, even if you don't want to. Like, there's days when, as adults, we don't want to do what we need to do. And that's a normal feeling. I tell kids, I said, you know, mom asked you to take out the trash. Do you want to do it? Well, no. I said, I get you. Mm-hmm. I don't either. When it's trash day, and it's raining. I don't want to go outside and take the trash out. I don't want to do that, but I don't have to want to do it. Mm-hmm. I just got to go do it. So, but you have to teach that, right? Because then eventually what happens is you got 20 year olds, 22 year olds. They don't want to go to work. Guess what? They don't go to work. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I, the concept is, is foreign to me, but, but I, <laughs> I hear that a lot. Right. Yeah. So, so we got, oh. so we got respect, courtesy, self-discipline. We got self-control, right? That's mm-hmm. my, that's one of my favorite ones. Right. So, uh, being able to control yourself from using your, your using your fist, saying the wrong thing, right? You know, I think the the biggest power we have as humans is the power we have to control what we do. Mm-hmm. And so, but again, it's not a natural process; it's learned, mm-hmm. right? Integrity. The way we break that down is do the right thing the right way when no one is watching. The right thing, the right way when no one is watching. And the thing is, like, you know, you could be perfect when mom and dad are around. You can be perfect in front of the principal at school. But then when you're hanging out with your friends, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. Right? So we teach the integrity. And the last one, man, indomitable spirit. People go, ah, man, what's indomitable spirit? Like, how do you, like, break that down? And the best way I break that down is it's a feeling. It's an aura. It's a, it's, it's that tenacious grind that you are not going to let anything stop you until you accomplish what you want to accomplish, right? Because you set yourself a goal. And during that process of that goal, you're going to get obstacles mm-hmm. coming your way. And we all do. And the harder the goal, it seems like the more obstacles come your way. Yep. And to have the spirit of, I don't care about the obstacle. I don't care if there's something in front of me I'm either going to move around it, I'm going to jump over it, or I'm going to break through it. 
but I'm going to keep going until I accomplish what I want to accomplish. Mm-hmm. And we take all of those and we teach those strategically. And by the time one of our students gets the black belt, they have a really good understanding of what those are. They're not perfect. None of us are, not even mm-hmm. me. But they have a good understanding of how to apply those principles to their everyday life. Mm. It's been taught to them you know, for years and it's ingrained. And then the longer a student trains, the more they adapt those into their life, mm. the more it becomes ingrained. And we teach it and teach it and teach it. And we, and it's consistent. It's always being brought up. It's always being talked about. It's always being, being taught. And, and then that right there, just for that simple fact, it just makes people's lives better. Mm. You know, I love that, man. Cause I kid you not. We, when we started working out last night, I didn't want to work out, right? but I went. Yeah. You know, after this, I don't, cause I'm sore still, you know, <laughs> but I just need, you know, my whole goal is to get strong, get my strength back, you know, but I kid you not, man, there are times where we want to go work out and I'm in bed or I'm chilling on the couch. I'm done doing my thing. And I think about your black belt principles. I really do. Yeah. I genuinely like, cause I remember them saying yeah. it, them doing, it. I was like, I gotta be disciplined, man. I gotta, right. I got to have that, you know, especially when it comes to self-control. I'm a guy that I used to blurt and just be that that, that guy, guy. Yeah. you know, because that's just the way I grew up in the streets. I grew up around the hood, around people. All my buddies were all like that, you know. We try to push the envelope on each other, you know. Yeah, and, and but, I've been there. I know. Mm-hmm. As a young person, same thing. Yeah. Same exact same exact thing, you know. Trust me. Mm-hmm. took me a long time to get to be who the guy I am today, yeah. <laughs> you know, and say, yeah, but, but I, you remind yourself. Yeah. It's getting, and again, it, it was, it ha, I had a self, because again, like you said, there are two different types of discipline, self-discipline, self is under, it's not beating yourself up. It's just, right. you know, you got to be disciplined enough to take yourself, your health serious, you know, and really, you know, you're eating. That's, I think that's where my mindset now is, you know, <laughs> and I think that's why one of the main reasons why I want to have you on, because again, I want to tell this story because a lot of people come, they experience the Guido martial yeah. arts experience. <laughs> And they see it for what it is, you know, but to sit down, because this is something I know you can generally say, hey, if you guys want to really get to know me, check out this pod, right you know, and it's like, and they can actually sit down and listen. And then yeah. then it makes sense on yeah. why to support. Because I am, my podcast here is essentially the, I want to support the local businesses, artists, content creators, people that are local, family businesses that, you know, because it's important to me to give that back to the community here in the Central Valley, man, because again, more content for you, better business for you, man. And it's not just going to a, you know, a box company or just somebody's like just a chain of names and all that, you know, so still here podcast is that, you know, so I appreciate that, man, because mm -hmm. like I'm a busy guy. You are. And, and we've been planning it since November. I know, I know. And I'm like, I got to figure out, you know, a time slot to get, to get in here, Mm -hmm. make this happen, you know, be with you and hang out. And, and, uh, um and yeah I'm, I'm really honored that you had me here man this mm-hmm. is a really and, and it's a cool platform man and plus mm-hmm. your studio's legit i'm <laughs> yeah. telling you well you've always been you know great at at uh you know this type of of format you know you've done mm-hmm. some of our videos like our very first promo video yeah that you did best promo video we've ever had mm. by far I, yeah. we can make more man i know Just i know get on and it to this day i mean it's still the best man but yeah no i i i I really like letting people know because, you know, I'm with you, man. We're all on the same mission. To, and mm-hmm. I always say we're all on the same mission together. Mm-hmm. You know, eating right, exercising, being healthy, trying to make ourselves better. 
And, you know, my goal is to just help inspire and motivate people and just know that I'm like, I'm grinding with you. Mm -hmm. Like, like, you know, the, the only difference between me and anybody else is just that I've been doing this martial arts thing for a long time. And I've probably made every mistake that, that almost everybody up to my age is made. Mm. So I tell, you know, like teenager, oh, I don't want to tell you, sir, what happened. I did something. I'm like, dude, I've been there. I've done yeah. it. Like whatever you're going to tell me, I've probably done it. Mm-hmm. You know, I get a 20 year old, same thing, 30 year old. I get parents because all our kids are old. Mm-hmm. You know, our, my youngest is going to, uh, Monday, she'll be 23. So I've been down there. I've made those mistakes. Yeah. I've been, I've been in your shoes where my son shows me something and I'm too busy to look at it. Yeah. I've been there. I've done it. So, you know, it just, I've, 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 I've had those experiences. Mm-hmm. And so now I can reflect on those and give some advice mm-hmm. and inspire others based off the mistakes that I've made. Mm-hmm. And guess what? 20 years from now, I'll be able to tell that 40 year old guy, Hey man, listen, I remember when I was 40, you know, and hopefully by then I won't have made as many mistakes as I made in my, my first 20 years of, of adulthood, yep. you know, and then in, into my second, you know, 20 years. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, that's the mission, man. The mission is just, you know, helping people serving, you know, uh, one of the things I just want to give a shout out, you know, I'm a member of the Clovis Rotary Club here in town Okay, and we're a service club, you know, and, uh, that's what we do. We help people. We serve people, you know, mm-hmm. during the Christmas time, we, we, uh, we do a, the food baskets. I'm not sure you ever heard that, but we do, uh. 500 food baskets. Wow. Okay. Yeah, we go out to PR farms. My man, Pat Ricudi owns that place and uh, uh really great spot. It's, it's, you know, you've heard of uh, Enzo's table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He owns all that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So out there on Willow and I believe it's Willow and Shepherd. Yeah. Way, right. Yeah. Way, yeah, I know yeah, way out there. Yeah. yeah. So at PR farms every year during Christmas time, you know, we, we, the community comes together, we gather up all this food and uh, uh, we gather the food and we have we we work in conjunction with Clovis PD, mm. and we have uh, volunteers from the school district. We've got soccer teams come out there. We have interact clubs in all the different high schools, and there's probably you know two hundred something people out there piecing together all these food baskets. And then we've got cars that come in and we distribute that. So, mm. and why do we do that? Because it's just the right thing to do. That's you saying. know what I mean, like serving people and helping people. So for me, like I've been down. Like I will. Get, I'm a I'll get mine, right? If I want something to where I feel good about me, I do things every day for myself. Mm. I go to the gym for nobody else but me. I don't do it for my wife. I don't do it for my kids, my grandkids. I go to the gym for me. That's my me time, Mm. right? I go and I train. And when I train, I train for me. So I have that time to make me feel good about me being me and have my me time, right? Mm -hmm. But the majority of my time is how can I help you? Mm. How can I serve you? And so I put that time into our into our team. I put that time into our students, into the parents. You know, if somebody needs something from me, look, man, this thing goes off all the time, man. You I just bet. call me, text me, whatever you need. I got you, mm-hmm. you know. So that's kind of like my mission in life. So people want to know, like, what's Mike Guido really about? You know, you're, you, know, you bring me on this podcast. I'm just here to, to inspire and help people, mm-hmm. right? I'm gonna and 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 I'm gonna do my thing and make sure I feel good and train and kick and punch and grapple and all that. I do it all, all yeah. the different. Yeah, you know, we have a jujitsu program at our school now, which is pretty cool. So now we're 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 diving into to Brazilian jujitsu, and so uh, for me, it's you know, me training is for me, 
and then everything else I do is for everybody is for everybody else. Out there. And my and my wife is 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 kind enough to share me with the world, except on Sundays. That's nice. Sundays is, is our yeah. We have two things we do every single week. Me and my wife. Number one, we go on date night at least one night. It could be a date lunch if things are a little bit crazy. But once a week we have date night, just her and I. And Sundays are our day to kick it with each other, whether mm -hmm. we go to Costco or hang out, watch football, or whatever it may be. Or you've eat. been going to a lot of games too. Oh, I'm diehard <laughs> Niner fan, man. Dude, Niners, man. All I'm day. not hating all day. Yeah, You're diehard. Not. But I'm a diehard Niner fan, but a, but a, but a huge Tom Brady Amen, fan, man. based Amen. off of you know. Hey, man, look, if you're you can say what you want about the dude. He's 45 playing football, and I and this podcast will go on for years, and we don't know what he's going to be doing. But if you're playing football at 45 at a high level and you can still make it to the playoffs somehow, you're doing something right. Yeah. So yeah, I I do all the TB12 stuff, man. I'm, I need I'm, to get into that. I'm man. telling you, man. I got I'm, I'm I I took his uh, shopping list and and those are the foods I eat. And uh, I'm working on you know making sure I don't eat foods that flame up my my joints and my yeah. body. You know, I got my got my water intake. You know, mm -hmm. constantly. You know, um, supplements as far as you know. You know herbs and things that are going to make my body do what i need it to do mm -hmm. as i age so yeah so yeah you yeah, got a lot because i mean i feel like your guido's martial arts man is i feel like it hasn't really hit its full potential you know because i feel like you're you still there's so much to grow there's so much there's so many possibilities for you and you know especially for here in the central valley you know it's like you yeah. got you got some crazy potential man i think you're you're hitting that stride you got what you're doing there is just awesome. Like you said, you're you're involved in the community. It's just not, hey, I'm here to get mine and make money. No, I really want to now give back into the community, put back into it. So that's one thing I, I love and respect about what you're doing. You know, give um, you know, because I know Guido's martial arts. You know, kind of go over your courses, classes, because I know you probably got to head out to courses, classes. You know how people can find you and like any events you got yeah. coming up. So put that mic a little bit towards you. So oh, good. So we can hear there we go. You. Perfect. Good. Yeah. So um. We serve people from ages three to ninety-three mm. <laughs> in our martial arts program. So our full, so our martial arts program is kind of what we call our bread and butter, our tried and true. It's not a style-specific program; it's a life skills-based program where we cover a a a mass amounts of styles. Because remember, I was saying earlier in the podcast that I started off with Shotokan karate. Mm -hmm. And then I started filling the holes, mm. right? Because there's holes in every martial arts. I don't care what you are, right? You know, and, and, and you know, for all my jujitsu guys out there, uh, if you're standing up with a guy and he hits you with a right cross to your chin, you're knocked out. Yeah, your jujitsu's not working. Yeah, right. And and if I have a knife and you mount me and I stab you in your side, jujitsu doesn't work then. Yeah, right. Same thing with karate you're a karate guy or taekwondo guy and you got all these amazing kicks and you can knock a guy out with one kick and he takes you to the ground you're done because mm -hmm. you can't kick from the ground mm -hmm. you know so so every martial i don't care what you're talking about has holes and so in our base martial arts program <clears throat> we filled those holes and so it's a little bit it's if you want a balanced deal and especially if you have kids if you want a balanced program and you want something to help teach those life skills those are our base martial arts programs. So we have that available. And then we have our Brazilian jiu-jitsu program. So we are an official Carlos Machado. Nice. Brazilian jiu-jitsu training center. Mm. So, and if you're not familiar with, with the Machado family, um, they're the cousins of the Gracie family. And the Gracies are the pioneers of Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Mm -hmm. So the Machados came over during that time. And Carlos Machado is the oldest brother of the Machados. 
kind of like the 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 grandfather of Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically, he's out of Texas. Okay. So, um, so we're an affiliate school of, of of Carlos Machado, and and Carlos and I we've known each other for years now. And years ago, he was like, and, you know, he's got that Brazilian accent, Mister Guido. He doesn't say Guido, Mister Guido. Hey, <laughs> listen, if you ever want to to, to try Brazilian Jiu Jitsu in your school and you want to expand Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, he goes, let me know. You call me. So. Um, you know, I started my jujitsu journey with a gentleman by the name of Angel Lopez out at uh, Halo. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. Good, good group over there. My zombie friends. Shout out to my man Danny Castro, R.J. Paulson. They helped start my jujitsu journey. We're all really good friends still. But because I own my own school, I wanted to branch out, and so uh, so we're a Machado affiliate school, and so we teach Brazilian jujitsu, and we have a program for teenagers and adults as well. Okay. So. So for our base martial arts program, three and up, and then our Brazilian jiu-jitsu programs for teens and, and, and adults. And what we wanted to do with, with our jiu-jitsu program is basically apply those concepts mm. of teaching into our jiu-jitsu program. So those concepts come in, and the, those concepts are professionalism and professional teaching. Mm-hmm. So our, t- our teachers at our school and including myself, we're all certified instructors. So we're not just guys that got our black belt, we're certified instructors. So we've applied that to the mar- to the jiu-jitsu program. Okay. So, so and, and we've got, so if you go to our website, clovismartialarts.com, you can sign up for trial programs. Basically, you try us out for a couple weeks or a month, depending on the program, get a uniform with it, and then you try us out. And because I can talk and you can listen to this podcast, you're blue in the face, but you don't know until you get the experience. Do mm. you walk through the door and feel the vibe of the school, walk through the door and, and take a class and see how we structure things and see how good you feel when you leave. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause that's the real good feeling. So, so yeah. And you know, we're located on Shaw in between Villa and Miniwawa and Clovis. And you know, we are uh, always accepting new students, always trying to, you know, again, serve as many people as we can in our community mm. i mean because like the new spot you're mm. in now or semi new because you've been there for a while you already you outgrew that mm. <clears throat> like that following month six thousand yeah. square our, our training facility is six thousand square feet mm-hmm. and uh we have two main mat two mats so one mat um is is uh it, we have what we call a main mat it's probably like you know 2500 square foot on just the mat space and then we've got about a thousand square foot of mat space on the other side and the rest of the, of the area is all parent seating yeah so we or, or spectator seating mm-hmm. so we want to make sure we have enough seating for our parents to come and 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 enjoy the process of watching their kids or you know uh you know if you have friends come or if you have you know uh, uh or even the kids watching the adults train right so you know, you we want to have that seating available. We got a yeah. we got a little coffee bar around the corner. So if you want to come in after a long day's work and you want to have a little little cup of coffee, we've got a little coffee bar set up. And and you know, we we try to make things very nice mm-hmm. in our school. It's 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 we try to make sure it we it's uh, we're the friendliest place in town, we're the cleanest place in town, and we try to make sure that we offer great classes all the time. That's cool. Any events you got coming up? I know you have something in March, right? Yeah, March 18th. We got a, the Guido's Spring Showdown Martial yeah. Arts Tournament. Imagine a Karate Kid in oh. real life. <laughs> Where at? Where's that being It's held? at Clovis East High School. Okay. Yeah, we're the only martial arts tournament held in Clovis. Okay. Um, um, as of right now. So we we uh, it's our second year annual. Um, you know, <clears throat> I've been competing in martial arts tournaments since I was a kid. And we had a vision of making a tournament that was ran very smooth, made sure the judging was fair, make sure that the competitors 
as well as the parents have a great experience. Mm. And so um, basically I've took everything that I loved about any martial arts tournament that I've ever been to and that my team's ever been to. And we took all this and we took out all the stuff that we hated. So, so it's a really great event. So we've got that coming up March 18th. So if you've got a martial and it's, and it's karate. So if you have a karate school in town, uh, martial arts school, and you want to come and compete, it's a great opportunity. Um, you can sign up at Uventex. Okay. So Uventex is like the system we go through to organize the event. That way, you know, let's say, let's say your daughter is going to compete and is going to fight. It'll tell you, Hey, she's fighting around 1130. Mm. And so that way you're not getting up at six getting there at nine when it starts even though you you know she doesn't compete till eleven thirty. yeah so you're gonna know what about the round around oh, cool. about what time she competes and 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 we're pretty right on with those times and give or take yeah. 20 minutes or so so that way you're not spending your whole day that was the biggest thing about some karate tournaments you sit around all day and wait for that two or four minutes of glory and then you're done so we want to make it a really good experience good feel good we've got you know we're going to have a local um uh Good friends of mine, they have they have a barbecue sauce company called Luke's Number One, and yeah. I'm telling you, you know, five they local too, local. Okay, and hey, this is the, like best barbecue sauce and marinade that you're going to taste, and they're going to be at our event, uh, um, doing like uh, either tri-tip sandwiches or pulled pork sandwiches, and you'll come get to try Luke's Number One. Mm. I'm I'm telling you, it's it's great. They got a rub and they got a barbecue sauce, <laughs> and I'm not supposed to eat sugar, but if I'm going to eat sugar, it has to. It's going to be that. Well, man, shoot, man, that's yet to be proven then because I, we need to get them on the show and they can. <laughs> oh, they'll do great. Oh, they're great. Yeah, great guys, man. My my, my buddy Justin Menard, Luke Cham- uh, and, uh, to get Kirby on. Chambliss, yeah, and uh, yeah, Luke's number one. It's gonna be good. So we're yeah, we're gonna have some food out there at the event. We're gonna have some great uh, great competition because mm. the Central Valley is cool, right? So if you look at Cali, Central Valley, we're in the middle. Yeah. So we pull NorCal people. We pull SoCal people. So you're going to have, and then they come here for the, and we're like the hub. Yeah. So you pull both ends, they come in, great competition and great feel. And, and, and it's a drama free because I'm the promoter and I run stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, I want to make sure that, you know, it's, it's, it's done right. Yeah. You and don't so, compete? No. And then, not unless you're just host. No, it's, yeah. I'm, yeah I'm, okay. I put on the suit, man. Okay. I put on the suit. Oh, we got to see that. Oh, man. I put on the suit, promoter man. time. And, and, uh, yeah, it's great. I talked to, you know, and, and, and I do what a promoter should do. At an event. Yeah. You know, I go through, I talk to, I talk to the parents that are got in the, the stands. The white suit. No. no, no, no. <laughs> I, I don't, I'm, I'm not there yet. Man. Yeah. I'm not there yet. Maybe if it was summertime. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it's cool, man. It's going to be a really great event. So, so yeah, I mean, we're, you know, listen, if, 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 you have a kid out there and you want to put him in martial arts, we'd love to have him. Mm. If you're an adult and you want to challenge yourself, you know what I'm saying? Come on in, man. We'd love to have you. And one thing I can guarantee is that you're going to have a fun experience. You're going to have a good time. You're going to be around good people. Mm. And I think that's, in the end of the day, that's important. So, yeah. I mean, we usually do a last word thing and I believe you did it, man. Uh, so that's good. That's good, man. I'm glad you're and I'm glad I had you on. I'm glad you took the time Appreciate out. Appreciate it, man. Yes, yeah, it's you been know, great. Yeah. Solid. You know, but again, let people know where they can find you, look you up, all your social media real quick. Yeah, Clovis Martial Arts, um, dot com. Uh, uh, Instagram's going to be Guido's Martial Arts. Uh, same thing with Facebook. And uh, yeah, those are our social media platforms. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and again, um, we're in Clovis, Clovis, California, baby. Yeah. yeah, well, you let me know, Mike, if you want me to come out. Because again, one thing I love about my setup is that this is all portable. Like what you see right here is like in that box right behind me, man. Okay. And we can 
take this podcast anywhere and still have the same quality man so you let me know what you need you know i have to promote things if you want me bring on my podcast and do live podcasts we can do that if you want to oh, start okay. your own hit your boy up oh man be good but definitely man i, I know you got it you know, i know you got to head out but thank you for jumping on i appreciate your time appreciate you having you me know man. and dude good luck for what you got going on in 2023 man thanks brother appreciate cool. it man all right y'all you guys stay tuned man i mean we're wrapping up season three we're super excited where the pod's going i'll see you guys in the next one peace